I tell her fuck the club Ease your mind, we about to get fucked up Escape reality, weed in the gravity Bad broad on the knees, pop the psychedelic drug Hello everybody and welcome back into another episode of the Natural Bets Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the NFL Draft, we're talking about the Masters, and we're talking about why women in Charlotte need to have their head on a swivel. But first, let's take another re- or let's say rest in peace to another great college basketball season, except for Mark Few, who came up a few points short in that national championship game. Yeah, so with Gonzaga, I mean, they, they lost the game in the first three minutes. Like once they got ahead by whatever 10 or 11 or 12 it was, like right away, there was just no coming back. They had no chance of coming back at all. Um, really disappointed to see it. I don't even want to talk about the game. I just want to talk about how much fucking money I lost. It was my worst <laughs> gambling day ever outside of the Titans-Packers games last year. Uh, all I, I know is that when I came into the National Bets headquarters, I think Gonzaga was down like 14 already and it like five minutes in the play. I was like, all right, well, this is fucking done. I had a futures bet on them um, from two weeks previous, and then I put another bet on them like the day of or the day before – and then another one, again. So I had three total bets on Gonzaga. Yeah, you were like parlay involved. In the you too. were really high on Gonzaga. You were putting in the group me. You were like, "Hey guys, don't forget, take this future bet. It's still plus money." Yeah, it was like plus one thirty-five or something like that. And I was drilled. like, "What a deal!" I was like, "This is gonna be the easiest money I've ever made." And that was really what launched my uh, spiraling out of control, um, poor gambling. So, 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 where are you at right now? How's your bank looking in DraftKings? I've lost about $400 in the past 10 days. But I need to get back to my basics. I need to get back to what got me to uh, from $100 to $700. And that was just straight up grinding brick by brick. Um, absolutely slaying the in and every day. I, I got a little carried away with putting down bigger bets on some of these uh, tournament games. And it ended up costing me big time. Did you just give Butch Jones free press with the brick by brick? Brick by brick. Let's not that's, how, that's how I run a program. Let's not take away from the fact that when we audited that DraftKings account, it did not reflect any of what Beaver just said. Well, it did. You guys just don't remember me talking about how it did reflect that. No, we audited it, and it was came up a couple bucks short. But what I am going to miss from this postseason college basketball is the Scoop There It Is commercial. It's one of my favorite commercials of all time. Scoop! There, there it is! Chaka, 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 Also, chaka, why is that leaving because basketball's over? That, that has nothing to do with basketball. I think it was a tournament reference in there, wasn't it? No, it was just a... Uh, it's just a great commercial. I mean, I haven't seen it since. I don't think it's going to go away. Well, that's because it was played... I don't know. Maybe they're... He's Way played 7,000 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it like three times each commercial break. Still one of the best commercials of all time. Yeah, so far. great commercial. But other than that, so the Masters started today. Big Thursday. Course is playing fucking fast, firm. One of the hardest I've seen the Masters play in the opening round. Yeah. And it absolutely fucked Bryson DeChambeau in the ass all day long. So before we get into how poorly DeChambeau played, can we talk about how Masters.com kept showing him when he was four over and we were trying to focus on Colin who was at or was even at the time? Just I just want to watch some good golf. I don't want to watch the DeChambeau just barrel his four iron 279 yards. Right into the rough. Like, so, I'm tired. I don't want to see that. I will say, DeChambeau kind of reminds me of me, like, running to the first tee on a Saturday morning after a Friday night bender. <laughs> yeah. And then me just swinging as hard as I fucking can to get loose. <laughs> yeah. Just feel the air running through your hands as you fucking release it. He's like if J.J. Watt was significantly less cool and trying it just as hard. Also, uh, hot seat. Is his hat cool? It's the dumbest hat I think I've ever seen. I don't know that I would wear one myself unless... 
somebody made me. The only cool thing about that freaking hat is that it has DraftKings sponsored on the, I guess it would be the right side of it. That is badass. I do like the DraftKings logo. I check that. The only thing that's good about that hat is that Thomas Shelby wore it in Peaky Blinders. <laughs> that's the only reason why that hat should be ever be relevant. And unless you're dressing up as a or as a Peaky Blinder, never wear the hat again. I do. I feel like you should be running moonshine in an old Ford Model T through like the back hills of uh, like West Virginia or something like that with like a Tom Thompson like or what is it Tommy gun sitting uh, riding shotgun. And somehow there's like a policeman like a hundred yards behind them and the guy the son of a gun is just too slow. Yeah. Just robbing a bank in his Sunday best. Yeah, with yeah. The, with the tip of the hat. Yeah. But DeChambeau, so today, he said that he couldn't get, the, basically he couldn't get the analytics right. The analytics, you say. Which is all he cares about. He doesn't, he doesn't play off of feel. He plays off of analytics, which just turned out totally great for him at the Masters today. Also, I, I will say, as much as I hate Patrick Reed, him almost slamming his putter after missing the putt on 18 might be one of the most relatable things of all so, time. I, I wish you would have chucked it. I don't know that I dislike Patrick Reed. Oh my god! I Did don't know that I don't like him. I think I might like him. So I, like when, the way, I like the way he carries himself on the golf course. He's kind of an asshole. I kind of like it. I don't like the cheating aspect. I kind of like that. I feel like he drinks a lot of beer and he's kind of like rocking the beer gut out there. I mean, he's definitely rocking a beer gut. Also, we're still. I, I put out an APB three years ago for his chin. I'm still trying to find it. Haven't been able to locate it yet. <laughs> So, I'll keep an eye out for that. I will give endless amounts of money to find his chin. I, I thought we all had a common agreement that everyone in golf hates Patrick Reed, except for Patrick Reed's wife. So, here's why I like Patrick Reed. Just like I said, he carries himself well on the golf course. He's got the strut. He waddles down every hole. No, he's got the <laughs> he I don't looks give like a the fuck f- attitude. That's exactly how That's, you should be out yeah, there. Yeah, deal male body right there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I fucking try to cheat sometimes. You might catch me. You might fucking not. He carries himself like Danny DeVito did when he played Penguin in Batman. Fucking waddles. <laughs> i never seen a man so unathletic play golf. And I've seen John Daly. I was about to say, have you been to any golf course anywhere? <laughs> but other than that, I mean, thank you, honestly, Justin Thomas today for that big putt on 18 because that kept me in the money for the Masters today. Uh, a little sidebar on Justin Thomas. Can we talk about how him and Justin Rose are way too fucking similar? Not just on name, but they also look similar. Like, Justin Rose looks like, some, like, looks like Justin Thomas squinting at the sun. They're basically identical. I can't tell them apart. And when they were playing today on the side, or like side by side, because you know I have two monitors, not to brag. But yeah, when they were playing on like the broadcast and then the feature group, when they were playing side by side, I couldn't tell a difference. What's that movie where the two girls, uh, two like twins, get separated and one of them like grows up in a different country? You remember that was like a movie when we were kids. Maybe that was kind of that situation. Maybe his parents divorced early and they like took each kid that way. And Are you talking back. about the Parent Trap? The Parent Trap. The parent trap. There we go. That's yeah. Yeah. Shit. I was about to say, if you're going to go for the Disney Channel original movie, Double Teamed, which is one of the greatest names of all time. Wait, there's a Disney movie called Double Teamed? Yeah, about two twins who play basketball. Oh, that's oh, not, not what I was thinking. <laughs> I've seen that movie too, but it wasn't on the Disney Channel. <laughs> it's one of those DVDs you rent at the movie store. Yeah. It's got the black thing in front of it you got to remove. Or, or do you like rent it at home and you hope your parents don't check the direct TV bill? Yeah. But uh, also, is Jordan Spieth back? I think he might be back. I regret not taking him in the Masters to win because I think that I just I like Jordan Spieth for some reason. I still think John Rahm's going to take it home, no problem. 
He's in perfect striking distance because Rose is going to fall off like he always does. And Rom, who just had a child, and we all know if you have a child right before the Masters, it increases your odds of winning by 7,000%. That is true. He's got to make some money somehow to uh, support this kid. Exactly. So I think he's still... I, he's my front runner. Granted, he's even through the first day and Rose is nine under, or seven under. Seven under, yeah. But, I mean, that doesn't matter. I mean, that's first a small day, collapse. First day, you're worried about keeping in contention to get you to the weekend. You want to make the cut and get into the weekend. So if he just had a baby, who, who's got the hottest wife right now in golf? Dustin Johnson. Well, Paul who's got the second hottest wife? <laughs> yeah, I, I should have said Dustin who's Johnson. got the second hottest wife. Uh, does I don't really know. Does have a wife? Yes, yeah, he's got a wife. She's not. I, I don't think. I don't know if she's probably even top five. Of I'm sorry, but uh, Ricky Fowler's wife's definitely the hottest. Yeah, Ricky I thought Fowler's Ricky Fowler's single. No, he's got a wife. What, did he get married in the last two years? Because what was that Ryder Cup pick of everyone like making out with their wives and Ricky's just sitting there with the the trophy for the Ryder Cup? In I guess it was. Just looking up this quick stat, I think it was 2020. She got the hottest golf wife. Who's that? So unless they've divorced since then. Uh. uh you're talking about Ricky Fowler? Yeah, Allison. I, yeah, I don't know how you pronounce her last name. Stoke? I know I've seen I've seen her before. I want I want to call it Allison Stocky, because that's how it should be spelled. And, I mean, she's pretty stacked. So, a divorce say, are they, uh, does she live in uh, the Nashville area? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but hey, if if she is single and she's listening, hey. JP is here. The beaver says, sup. He's down a clown. <laughs> hey, I am trying to qualify for the Tennessee State Open this year. Want to go uh, get a couple quesadillas and a uh, couple drafts over the tin roof? Real nice night out. Uh, Might get nope. double french fries. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not really sure why we're arguing about the hottest golf wife when we've got the draft coming up April 29th. So, in semi-recent news, San Francisco trades up to the three-pick, giving up a fuck ton of draft capital to Miami. Rumor is, confirmed from a John Lynch insider, that they're taking Matt Jones. How much does this resemble Ryan Pace trading him to get Mitchell Trubisky? Huh. Yeah, this is going to come back and uh, bite me in the ass when Mac Jones gets to San Francisco and it completely collapses, kind of like Tua did last year where he wasn't that good. Alabama's got a terrible track record of quarterbacks in the NFL. Nobody's really made it. A.J. McCarron's made it around for a long time as a backup. Um, was it? I, I feel like Mac Jones is a lot like Jacob Coker back in the day, who's I've forgotten about one-year starter, won the national championship. Looks kind of similar to where he's completely unathletic, like countrywide guy. Uh, well, that's not true. Uh, Coker still had a, the acne problem of a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, he drew, he, so, when he was still 21. <laughs> I mean, Mac Jones is not. I mean, Mac Jones is kind of an ugly guy too. So we'll throw him in the ugly pool as well. Um, well, at least Mac Jones isn't covered in acne. Yeah, true, true. He's gonna have some San Francisco dudes all over him when he gets there. Oh, if Mac absolutely. Jones is listening. I don't know what to tell you, Betty. We're in trouble. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're in trouble. That's gonna be a weird place to be. I mean, but, uh, Beaver, you are you were kind of talking bad about Mac Jones, but according to my draft, is you guys are going to take uh, Trey Lance. I, see, the Falcons are not going to draft a quarterback. The Falcons are not going to draft a quarterback. They're going to stick with Matt Ryan. He's got several more good years of football left. What? People, the the problem with the Falcons... <laughs> good this, years are long gone, buddy. No. the, fa- the is Matt, Matt Ryan might be a legit MVP quarterback. Or not MVP quarterback, a legit uh, Pro Bowl quarterback. No, Hall of Fame quarterback. I'll get it right the third time around. No, he's the in the he's certainly in the Hall of Very Good. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Matt but, Ryan, so, but also did, he's throwing to Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and Russell Gage with Hayden Hurst. Exactly. Like you can't fuck that up. I can. My noodle arm could absolutely get it. And a solid offensive line. He put up ridiculous <laughs> stats last year. There was no problem with the Falcons' offense at all. 
The problem was they couldn't cover anybody. They had absolutely no pass rush. They had a terrible defense. And uh, that's mean, why yeah. there's no way at five Atlanta takes a quarterback when there's nothing wrong with Matt Ryan. I think they have at least four when there's nothing wrong with Matt Ryan. They're probably going to take a D-end or a corner. Um, they've got some pretty solid pass rush coming up the middle. Um, and a, a decent linebacker in Deion Jones. But uh, would they or would they reach for an inside linebacker and in, uh, Micah Parsons, who's the highest rated? No, I don't think they're gonna go inside linebacker. I think you got to go D end. They got, their their problems are in their their pass rush. Their 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 run defense is is fine. I mean they, they have a um, solid interior play and Deion Jones has got it going on. But I don't know who four you take at a uh, at D end right there. I don't know. I mean that it's an absolute reach according to ESPN because they have their highest rated D end at seventeen. Yeah, there's not any, like... They can always trade back. There's always, like, a pass rusher in the top five that's always, like, a stud. And this year, there's just not, like, that pass rusher that's... But it's also so deep this year that you can get, an in, like, a D-end or a D-tackle or an outside backer. Yeah. Like, a bandit literally anywhere in the draft. But they're usually that stud. There's not really a stud D-end this year. Maybe, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they took that corner out of South Carolina. Um, Joe Horn's uh, son... That'd be kind of cool, JC Horn. Yeah, JC Horn. Do you guys remember the Joe Horn when he scored that touchdown and uh, pulled out took, the phone? Yeah, pulled out the phone. Yeah, that was that was good times. I think that was against the Falcons. I'm pretty sure I was watching that game live when it happened. Yeah, there are a bunch of touchdowns against the Falcons. But anyway, <laughs> going back to uh, going back to the uh, NFL, I want to put all single girls in Charlotte on absolute high alert. Sam Darnold, aka Mono Darnold, is coming down, and he's gonna be making out with chicks at bars after every home game. And he's going to be spreading mono just like he did in New York. Also, if you have mono and you're a Panthers fan, please do not approach Sam Darnold and make out with him because he'll do it. And he'll get mono again and he'll be out for two games. Uh, my inside sources say he actually has a fetish for mono. I think he's got a, he, He's big into cold sores, sneezing, <laughs> coughing the whole nine yards. If you have COVID, then you're his type of girl. He's been absolutely fiending during this COVID pandemic. Oh, absolutely. He's actually been going out more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? So, the Jets solidify that they're taking Zach Wilson. Apparently, the Niners are taking Matt Jones. So, you have, like, a Trey Lance or someone who wants to move up to get Trey Lance. So, have you all seen the possibility that Dallas actually trades up either with... Uh, who's that five? I don't know, but if you guys have any good um, Church of the Latter-day Saints recommendations in Manhattan, you might want to shove them over to, uh, to Zach Wilson because he's going to need some wrecks pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. But also, I, like, when is he going to go on his missionary journey? Because I think usually they do that, like, right after high school. But he hasn't done it yet. I don't know if he's that committed. Is he really that Mormon? I don't know. Guess not. I think – is there a uh, – is there, like, an exemption for star athletes? Or is he just going to, like, no, back no, out of the church? I guess he's going to back out. I don't know. Maybe he's going to do it when he's, like, 37. Can he still have, like, multiple wives, though, if he backs out of the whole deal? Oh, the Bengals pick at five. The Bengals pick at so five. The Bengals pick, but I have them taking uh, Kyle Pitts. So I heard that Dallas might trade up to four to get Kyle Pitts. I don't think Dallas is going to trade up and get. They, uh, they need they should. to help a lot. They sh- too. If they don't, they should. What did, when was the last time Jerry Jones made sense? Yeah, that's true. I mean, CD Lamb last year when they were fine at wide receiver. Exactly. They they need defensive help big time, just like the Falcons. That's why the Falcons are in a weird spot at four, to where like they really need defense. But like, I mean, you you sit there with Kyle Pitts, and how do you not take that guy? He's going to be an absolute stud in the NFL for years to come. He's basically a fucking receiver. Uh, he's borderline yeah, he's not unbustable. He's definitely he's just an uncoverable receiver. receiver. Yeah. Nobody can cover him at all. Uh, I mean, so back to draft strategies. I mean, Green Bay gave up 285 yards on the ground 
in the NFC Championship game, and they drafted a third string quarterback, traded up to draft a first string or a third string quarterback. Packers Jordan fucked up because they should have just kept um, the guy that's for, for the Giants now, their middle linebacker who literally led the NFL in tackles. We were still one of the worst run defenses when we had him. He sure helped. He definitely not was like, really. I mean, we're still ranked like sideline to sideline guy. I mean, really. we're still ranked. I think it was 26th that year in rush defense. Hey, I'm free agent, so if uh, anybody's listening, I I can go pull a middle linebacker for Packers. I'm in. I mean, yeah, I a wet paper towel. Pads hanging up in the living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a wet paper towel would be a better inside backer right now. For Green Bay, than I still work out. Honestly, sometimes. nobody's talking about how bad their defense is except the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Titans stink. Titans Sorry. are going to have some uh, holes to fill here pretty uh, soon. Too. We got. We're going to repeat the division this year. Also, Trevor Lawrence. Um, the reason, well, Deshaun Watson's just uh, he's going to miss at least. Wait, hold on. Last week, did I, did, I, did I talk about how that I thought we were going to draft a lot more from Ole Miss? Yep. All right. And like second round. Make sure that was out also, there. second rounder. I've seen Elijah Moore go anywhere from twenty-two. Through 62. And I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I don't know. He would be a stud pick, though. They, they could use like a little bit of speed on the outside. Uh, could like you that. imagine Elijah Moore with fucking uh, A.J. Brown? Yeah, double Ole Miss. That's double right. Ole Miss, double threat. Dude. Or could you imagine Devontae Adams and Elijah Moore on the same on the same offensive side? That would be gnarly. That would be gnarly. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, we have to actually, you know, that would make draft someone productive. That would make way too much sense for the Packers. <laughs> Yeah, Brian Gutekunst needs to pull his head out of his ass. So this is what I kind of want to get into. So draft strategies. Are y'all draft the best player available or draft for the need? So, well, in the first round, I think you got to draft your need as long as the best available is close to it, mm-hmm. right? But as you get into later rounds, I would draft the best available guy because if not, you fucking trade him and later on, you get some picks, and then you, you redo it the next draft. 100%. Yeah, in the later rounds you got to, but... In a situation like the Falcons, like it's if a, there's like a once in a lifetime like tight end on the board right there at four, and you're picking four, even though they're dying to draft a defensive player, I, it's almost hard not to take a guy like Kyle Pitts. So, kind of depends on the situation you're in. And if there's not like a premier edge rusher and like a top ten worth guy, then I don't know. I, I think that you might have to wait towards farther in the draft. Yeah, I absolutely think that you should take best player available unless. You're, I think, picking from like 26 down. If you've already proven that you're good enough throughout the year to be able to get to the playoffs, if not the you know the divisional NFC cha- or the championship round, if not Super Bowl, then you're drafting for. I think you should draft for the particular position if that's what you're in position for. So like last year when Green Bay was in the NFC Championship game, got fucking demolished on the ground against a undrafted running back out of Purdue and or Moser, Robert Moser, whatever the fuck his name is. We draft an inside backer, a.k.a. Patrick Queen, still a little upset about it, still very salty about it, instead of drafting the f- third-string quarterback. But, like, that's one of the situations where later on in the year, when we went six deep in uh, DBs, based off our DC's uh, preference defensive-wise, we still had to send in a safety every fucking play to help with the run defense. And so that's what leads Kevin King on an island against that random white guy against uh, Tampa Bay, and he scores a touchdown within or with time expiring in the second half. That was badass. Or in the first half. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. That was nuts. So did you guys see uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Patrick um, Mahomes chilling at the Masters today? I did not. Did not. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes was there, and uh, he walked up to Trevor Lawrence and uh, said, sup. Um, Trevor Lawrence's wedding is on Saturday, um, apparently, and he's, uh, he's tying the knot. He's taking his uh, fiance down to Jacksonville with him. Yeah, I mean, I can't assume that the 
eligible bachelorettes of Jacksonville or... They're jumping off bridges. That's what they're doing right now. They thought that they were going to be running their fingers through that long hair. They were wrong. Didn't Lawrence propose at the beginning of the college football season? I think he did, yeah. Technically, he didn't propose because his knee never touched the ground. Yeah. I don't think it's a sham. Y'all saw that picture, right? Yeah. His right knee never touched the ground. Well, in his defense, he he's never... Fa- he, really, he literally ran a fake. Yeah, he did run a fake. Uh-huh. Fake knee. I think it was a fake ring, too. I mean, but if I was him, I'd lock her up because that nose, bro... <laughs> Yeah, he's as good as you're gonna do. <laughs> he's an ugly girl. I mean, yeah, yeah, he just looks like an ugly girl. It's a big girl too, six six, two twenty. Yeah, he's an ugly. Yeah. Big I girl. definitely wouldn't hit it. <laughs> yeah. How many beers? <laughs> yeah, and for Bieber's bodacious topic of the day, we're discussing if it's cool or not cool, or maybe not cool. Probably not the right word for it. It's is it acceptable for a man in his older twenties to get. Botox, and maybe not even necessarily Botox. Any type of uh, get your you know like maybe a plastic surgery deal, maybe like you get your eyebrows done, maybe you get your lips fixed or whatever. Is that something that you guys would ever consider doing? So as far as getting the eyebrows done, yeah, I think that we should all take care of ourselves as far as you know manicuring. So do you do you get manicuring? manicuring? I mean. I have gotten a manicure before. I've also got a pedicure. How many before. manicures and pedicures have you gotten before? Uh, I mean, it's under five. Under like, five yeah. this year. But I've done, I've done no, yeah, I've done it all. I've done it all the last probably two years. You know, COVID and shit, right? But I mean, manicure, pedicure, I can definitely do. Like, you can I, get I, I, I 100 get behind that. Jack, have you ever had a manicure? Getting your eyebrows threaded behind that. I'm talking Botox, about, not so much. I'm talking about doing like some kind of like surgery, like legit surgery, where you like get your eyebrows like. Permanently, like fixed. No, I think you should probably see somebody on your insecurities before you do that. No, yeah. I I am very pro because I'm an I'm an I have an ugly mug for sure. So I am pro Botox, sure. pro or pro plastic surgery. I haven't had a manicure or pedicure in my life, and I probably need to. Lord knows it. But yeah, no, I'm pro all of these things. Men's revolution for looking fantastic is coming in high. Yeah, like hey, whatever it takes for you to look good, I'm for. But I feel like Botox in your 20s is a little is a little much. Well, why not? We, we don't, I mean, looking at us three, we don't need the Botox shit. I, I was just trying to get like some simpleton's opinions on this because obviously I don't have any blemishes and so this isn't a need for me. <laughs> I, I was just wondering what some streetwalkers would uh, street think about walkers. such a topic like that. But no, I'm all for it. It's like, as a man, like you got to take care of yourself. Like, so I work with this guy, all right? He obviously just is a switch hitter, might bat for the other team. And he gave me this quote and he said, when you're a guy, all that matters is is your eyebrows, your facial hair, and your ball fro. If you take care of those things, that's all that matters as far as the male goes. Eyebrows, what was the second one? Beard. Beard, uh, facial hair. He said that's what matters. What if you don't have a beard? Well, I guess you don't have that problem then, baby face. Uh, I thought you were saying that beard is a good thing for guys to have. Well, it's not. I guess that's, that's kind of a preference thing, I guess. Yeah. But he's saying as long as it's like... Well taken care of, well groomed. Uh, I see what you're saying. Well groomed, yeah. yeah. Wait, so do y'all manscape then? 100%. Hashtag no free ads. I haven't in about two years, but I'm thinking about getting around to it. <laughs> Just taking the hedge clippers. I'm going to need more of the hedge clippers. <laughs> well, as much fun as us talking about trimming our pubes, it's time for me to get in the bed. We got a big Masters Friday coming up in the morning. I got a lot of bets to place. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in to the National Bets Podcast. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter if you like what you're hearing. We try to bring you not only the best bets, but also the most entertainment out of everybody in the industry. You guys have a good one. Go pop that shit. Tell her ass, go pop that shit. She be on that triple stack. 
purple drink Yeah, I'm moving slow, smoking Cali, yeah, you know it stank I just popped a molly, I'm not sorry, where my water though? Popping pills for the thrill, like fuck it, it's just sugar though I didn't have my fun, I'd be lying if I said I don't This song here is direct, hell no, there be no subliminal Sipping on that shit that cure my coffee, come and cherry coat If you see me swerving, 88 grams in my pocket, Michael Irvin Dimethyltryptamine, I'm trying to dream Europe on the club scene, they be popping ketamine Fuck abroad and pop a bean, I be on that overnight Roll a J and take flight, I ain't fucking with your bitch Cause she got that overbite, but she might just suck tonight Watch them teeth and do it right, and I'm with the team On the scene, yeah we tripping right Show the stress, I tell her fuck the club Ease your mind, we about to get fucked up Escape reality, weed in the gravity Bad broad on the knees, pop the psychedelic drug Show the stress Every bar, every minute, subliminal and subconsciously Open the mentality, reality is skewed When you steady getting high as me A sort of flavor, all kind of weed Gotta pop the smoke so my mind can breathe When I hit the herb, my third eye can see Life DMT, I live inside my dreams And these kind of things are outlaw They don't want our minds to open up Psychedelic, trippy, spate Fucking nigga, I'm dope as fuck Puffin' loud, get that doja, bruh Clear my mind with that potent stuff Y'all know the name and I rep the nation Floating high, nobody close I'm the best and you know it, bruh Free-minded individual Every rhyme scheme from these pivotal Tryna outlaw me and ridicule I cheat nigga like a Seminole I'm a good guy, rapper cynical On the 10th floor, close to heaven door I ain't even reach my pinnacle Stay high, that's what winners do So fans show in love Okay, okay. does on JK Jacobs I'm a psychic down the drug Peace and love Show the stress I tell her fuck the club Ease your mind, we about to get fucked up Escape reality Bad broad on the knees, pop the psychedelic drug Show the stress, I tell her fuck the club Ease your mind, we about to get fucked up Escape reality, weed in the gravity Bad broad on the knees, pop the psychedelic drug Tryna catch my breath, that molly make me sweat Kush got me gone, that lena make me sick Pop another pill, shit, I might fuck another bitch I might do another shot Psychedelic drugs Show the stress I tell her fuck the club Ease your mind we